Hey, good morning, everyone. We're actually, it's afternoon. It's on Saturday, October 24th. This is not the sermon, but my ruinations for the sermon. The sermon always begins, actually, on Monday before Sunday, sometimes even before that, and dealt the readings to expound upon, to pray upon, to study upon, and then, over the course of the week, try to formulate a message that's true to the will of God and one that makes sense and is relevant and hopefully not boring. This might be an exception to the case because tomorrow we celebrate Reformation Sunday. And it might seem strange for a Lutheran pastor to admit, but ugh, Reformation Sunday. I question celebrating it as much as I question lately celebrating Advent because the reality is I don't think it speaks really to a lot of people out there. If we're trying really to be a church of outreach, then we really have to look at all of our insider stuff as well. It's interesting because a few years ago, I began to look at postings of Advent. They were all from clergy. Not really from anyone else, just clergy. And the reality is, too, that probably just clergy will realize that October 31st is more than Halloween. It's actually the day of the Reformation. And probably not any more than clergy will realize that tomorrow's Reformation Sunday we celebrate Luther supposedly nailing the 95 Thesis to the doors in Wittenberg. But the truth of the matter is we don't even know if that really happened. And so sometimes I really, really find myself getting very bored with Reformation Sunday. Oh, it's a really, really cool gospel reading, but again, we're just giving a snippet. It's taken out of context, but here tomorrow is what will be proclaimed from the Gospel of St. John, the 8th chapter. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue my word, you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth, and truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying, You will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits a sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. Which is great news. But it might be a little bit of a head-scratcher. The reality is Jesus is speaking to people in the temple after he's called a caused a considerable ruckus already. And he's not speaking to folks who are hostile. He's speaking to folks who he's convinced that he has something to say. They're hanging on to his every word. And then we get this bit about the truth. But before we get into that, listen to this poem from the late Muhammad Ali. Yes, the boxer and the poet. This is his poem, Truth. The face of truth is opened. The eyes of truth are bright. The lips of truth are ever closed. The head of truth is upright. The breast of truth stands forward. The gaze of truth is straight. Truth has neither fear nor doubt. Truth has patience to wait. The words of truth are touching. The voice of truth is deep. The law of truth is simple. All that you sow, you reap. The soul of truth is flaming. The heart of truth is warm. The mind of truth is clear and firm through rain or storm. Facts are but its shadows. The truth stands above all sin. 
Great be the battle in life, truth in the end shall win. The image of truth is Christ, wisdom's message is rod. Signs of truth is the cross, soul of truth is God. Life of truth is eternal, immortal is its past. Power of truth will endure, truth shall hold to the last. It's already a pretty powerful sermon in my mind. But I really don't know where I'm going to go. As I said, the gospel reading really can be taken out of context because we really don't know what comes before and after with these very, very few words. But the reality is I don't want to get into a long situation here, but it's again in the context of Jesus really ticking off people, and yet he's speaking to folks who he hasn't ticked off. And he's encouraging them, but they get confused with the slave and free language. And it even gets a mistranslation. We might go wonder, huh, huh, wait a minute. Don't you guys remember your time in Egypt? The whole wandering in the wilderness to escape slavery? Your time in the Babylonian exile? All those things seem to be have forgotten. But it's contextual. Jesus is talking about the Roman Empire and who is a full citizen and who is not and who is a slave and the reality is that the laws there are not really applying to those who are in the temple so without remembering their faith history they're looking at their present context and thinking hey we're not slaves but as we know we all are we're slaves to sin and that can be kind of outsider language and a bummer that we don't want to hear what we already know. But Paul will also write, well, actually Paul does write in Romans, all fall short of the glory of God. The reality is we are saints and sinners simultaneously, which is our Lutheran theology. And we only have freedom through the cross. We only have freedom through the cross. And the reality is the power of the cross cancels out our sin and can set us free from our sin so we don't have to be slave to that sin anymore. That's the incredible good news. But the reality is that so often we confuse what is truth because we live in a time of so much untruth. We know we're approaching the election. It's going to be here before we know it. And in these next, oh, 11 days or so, we're going to hear lie after lie after lie after lie after a lie espoused by candidates. If you want to look for truth, don't look towards the election. And if you want to look for freedom, don't put your hope in those who are campaigning. They don't have the power to save. They don't have the power of the truth. The truth is, as Muhammad Ali said, the soul of God. The truth is the cross. The truth is the image of Jesus who says that he is the truth. And when we abide in Jesus, we abide in an incredible uncomfortable situation you know we like to make Jesus comfortable we have oh what a friend we have in Jesus and we picture Jesus with the kids and 
We picture all kinds of comfortable, wondering, wonderful images of Jesus holding sheep or laughing, feeding people. And while those are all right, true, and good, dwelling in Jesus can be very, very uncomfortable. Because the reality is, when we dwell in Jesus, we dwell in the truth. And there's so much out there that is far from truth. So those are my remandering thoughts, ruminations as I prepare to preach. We'll see what happens tomorrow. And the next podcast will be that. Anyway, have a good Thursday. Talk to you all later. Bye.